when a video emerged of Klopp ringing the new year by breaking out some dance moves at a party earlier in the week, it was jokingly suggested the Liverpool boss was already preparing for his club's title celebrations. After all, it was 242 days since Liverpool last lost a Premier League game in a 1-0 defeat at Chelsea in May. And the Reds arrived at the Etihad, boasting a 9-game winning run in the league and knowing a victory would put them well clear at the top, while likely killing off City's title challenge. But Liverpool, who were last crowned champions in 1990, are haunted by the ghosts of the past, when Gerrard's slip let City steal the title from them, and once again they were punished for failing to seize the moment. It is too early to know whether this rather patchy display will prove as costly yet Liverpool head back nursing a New Year's hangover that may take a while to clear. City target Lovren with great success It was obvious that Aguero was lurking on the shoulder of the inconsistent Lovren rather than trying to match up against the imperious Dutchman. The result, eventually, was the half-yard of space he needed to drive home a left-footed half-volley at the near post and open the scoring. Margins are often slim in this game, but the difference between being able to get across the Croatian and Van Dijk in that situation was enough for Aguero to jam the opener past Alisson and give City a lead that their overall performance had probably not deserved. Aguero would have got a second later in the game after besting Lovren, only for Alisson to make an impressive save. Bernardo Silva also robbed Lovren late in the 90th minute, when the hosts should have put the result beyond doubt. It would be harsh to say that Lovren cost Liverpool this game, but he was clearly their weak spot and City took full advantage of it. Sane makes his point. The season that started with Sane's future at City in doubt is no longer a tale of woe for the German winger, who underlined his vast potential with the blistering winner that kept the champion's title hopes alive. Frustrated after being left out of Germany's World Cup squad, Sané began City's first three league games on the bench and was then left out entirely for the trip to Newcastle, amid claims that Pep Guardiola was concerned by the youngster's focus in training. The close-season signing of Maris from Leicester was another impediment to Sané's progress. But the 22-year-old gradually regained Guardiola's trust and returned to the first team although it wasn't until October, when he scored four goals in five games, that Sané really showed his true colors. Since then, Sané has been much closer to the buccaneering force who played a major role in their title success, and City have opened talks over an extension to a contract that expires in 2021. Selecting Sané, who was signed from Schalke back in 2016 for the key clash against Liverpool, made it clear Guardiola had no further issues. His faith was rewarded in the 72nd minute as he drilled a brilliant low strike past Alisson and in off the far post. Sané's ninth goal for City this season came after he also played an important role in unhinging Liverpool's defence in the build-up to Aguero's opener. Klopp's gamble paid off. City did not deserve their lead, 
but they did come out in the second half and thoroughly best Liverpool with intense pressing and some dangerous attacking play. To try and get control back of the fixture, Klopp brought Fabinho on to sit deep in midfield, offering a more conservative option than the all-action Milner. Crucially though, this allowed both fullbacks to bomb on and it would be they who would combine so well for the Reds' equaliser. Arnold, freed from his shackles, caused Sané a lot more problems after the break than he had before it, and that eventually showed itself in a vital moment as the England fullback faked a cross, turned inside Sané, and then drifted across to the far post. Danilo misjudged the ball, but Robertson didn't. Galloping on from left back to cushion a pass across the face of goal and into the path of Firmino, who headed home from a yard. Arnold and Robertson hooking up in such an attacking position wasn't something that looked at all on the cards in the first half despite their better start. But Fabinho's introduction made it possible. Despite dominating the early stages, City were just 1.12 centimeters away from suffering a potentially game-changing self-inflicted wound as John Stones atoned for his mistake in dramatic fashion. With City backing off too far as Liverpool launched their first serious attack, Salah had time to pick his pass to Mane, whose shot hit the inside of the post. City defender Stones reacted with a panic clearance against Ederson and the ball cannoned off the goalkeeper towards his own net. It looked certain to be an own goal, but Stones scrambled back to hook clear of the approaching Salah. Liverpool claimed it had gone in, but goal line technology showed that a tiny portion of the ball, which was just 1.12 centimeters, hadn't crossed the line. By such small margins, our titles won and lost. Shakiri's form is not enough. There had always been the feeling that Shakiri, for all his good form, was still considered the Ottoman out of Liverpool's explosive attack. The game against City proved it. With a potential title on the line, one of the league's most informed offensive players was forced to make do with a spot on the bench as Klopp stuck with his 4-3-3. It meant Mane, Salah and Firmino as a front three, which was as dangerous a combination as ever, but not enough to get on the score sheet against City, even if they came within millimeters of doing so. Eventually, Klopp called for the Swiss as City took control in the second half, but it was too late to make the desired impact. City's shock defeats to Palace and Leicester over the festive period were attributed to Fernandinho's injury and forced absence. It may seem silly to suggest that a squad of City's depth are so dependent on one man, but he proved exactly why he is valued with a dominant performance. He ran the show in midfield and played his usual role of destroyer, stopping Liverpool in their tracks by fair means or foul. The Brazilian has no natural replacement in the squad, so his fitness is paramount. If he plays every game remaining in the season, it's difficult to see anyone stopping City. Guardiola won the tactical battle. No manager has inflicted more defeats on Guardiola than Klopp with the Germans' gegenpressing style proving an Achilles heel to the Spaniards' possession-based approach.
Guardiola got the better of his old nemesis by deploying his own tactics against him. City were relentless in their pressing and Liverpool's attempt to pass the ball out from the back often brought pressure on themselves. This ensured that the Reds' front three, who looked dangerous when they got the ball, were left isolated for long periods. This is Klopp's defining moment. Momentum gone, weaknesses exposed, the illusion of invincibility shattered. For Liverpool, this defeat was much more than just three points. The momentum of a nine-match winning run is vanquished, but the pain of the result cannot be allowed to fester or else Liverpool's lead at the top will quickly disappear. It's easy to be a manager when your team is winning every week, but Klopp now faces his biggest challenge of the season, getting Liverpool back on track immediately. If he can pass this test, then he deserves to be a champion come the end of the season.